Welcome everyone to our March Explorer Call here at IRA. I am Janine Stanley, the Director of Customer Communication here at IRA. And this time around, we have a very special guest with us. And I'm going to let Troy introduce her because Janine and all the craziness forgot to pull up Savannah's bio. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> but um, first, let's actually hear from our CEO, Mr. Troy Attilio, and then I will let him introduce our very special guest this evening. Wow. Hey, Savannah. Uh, what a day. What a week. Um, thrilled to introduce you as our champion, the champion at Starbucks for everyone and everyone, but also, you know, people who want to use Ira and want to use Ira in context with um, Starbucks. Boy, we have so many fans and curious to see what they're going to say. But as I recall, you, you've been at Starbucks for, gosh, I don't want to give it away. Like, is it 10, 12? You've been, 17 you've been there a while. years. 18 years. All right. I have to. <laughs> For those who can't see, I'm looking at Savannah and she just, if, if that's true, she was, I don't know, she was underage when she was working there because she looks way too young to have that. Like I said last time, since I was a child, that's when I joined Starbucks. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and um, we've been um, working with Savannah for, uh, and, and really credit goes to Kevin, um, for, you know, what, um, six months but that is fast for a company like Starbucks the other thing I realized with Starbucks that you know the the S doesn't just stand for start it you know it stands for super speed but she is the inclusion and diversity program manager accessibility at Starbucks you're in Seattle um, and and you're my most favorite champion of all times because we're just again so excited because Starbucks is a massive Brand. And by the way, I, I went to your, and I'll, I'll stop talking here in a minute. You tell us how excited I am. But today I listened in to the investor um, investor day at, um, at Starbucks, which was an incredible uh, two, two hour overview of the history, the 50 year history of Starbucks. And like, I could go on about that. So a great company, a great leader we have with us. And um, I'm going to turn it over to her and would love to hear from her and have you interact with the explorers here, but thanks again for joining. Thank you, Troy. I appreciate the introduction. Hello, everyone. This is Savannah speaking. Um, I am, my pronouns are she, hers, and currently I'm wearing a really dark sweater, turtleneck sweater. Yes, it's very cold here in Seattle as I'm speaking today. Um, and a white background sitting in my office. So totally excited to be here joining you all explorers to further discuss our exciting partnership with Ira kicking off this Monday. So really thrilled to be here. Um, so part of my journey as a, with the company for 18 years, I started working in our stories as a store manager and district manager for many years prior to joining here at Seattle Support Center and overseeing the accessibility office. So it's been a really fun journey working with Kevin and the IRA team on piloting this program with us. As many of you know, we kicked off this pilot last October on White Cane Day uh, in seven cities and 1,500 stories. And as we continued to learn in a very short period of time, we recognized that this was human imperative and so important for us to do the right thing. And it was important more than ever. And um, 
really, there is no better app that I think is service that is paid and provided by professional agents. As an individual, also identify as a deaf person. So how I see the IY agents working is very similar how the sign language interpreters work for me. And so there was no question about why this was necessary and so important for us to make sure this access was provided for all of our customers. It's not just our U.S. operated company operated locations, but also all of our licensed locations are also now offering this service. So we're talking about additional 437 locations that are going to be providing this access for free. So it's really exciting. And thank you for Kevin and I, uh, Troy for making this process easy and seamless. There is no better way to say this than make, you know, we just turn on the switch and everybody has access. But that doesn't exist anywhere else than it does at IRA. So thank you for having me today. I'm really excited to be part of this discussion. You're very welcome, Savannah. And one of the things that you did while you were at Starbucks was to work on the first signing store in the Washington, D.C. area. I would love to learn a little bit more about that. And what was the idea behind starting that store? And then what was that project like, putting it all together and making it happen? And hopefully my video is on so that you can see me. Yeah, for sure. Um, so it was very similar to how Ira journey. <laughs> um, we did it like in six months, and that's pretty speedy for us. What really prompted us as customers and our Duff employees who told us how awesome would it be if we had a signing store? And that really, same way we implemented Ira was through customer feedback and blind individuals in the community who came to us and talked to us about it. Um, so we initially thought, well, this is going to be an interesting concept. Absolutely, we will do this someday. But then the Malaysia our market went ahead and implemented. And we thought, wow, places we always thought U.S. will be first. But it turns out it was Malaysian market. So they had a great success um, from their business. And they saw growth, retention. Um, customers loved it and you know, it really gave everyone a sense of community and most importantly, it became a destination location. So people will travel across the world to go experience it. So we leveraged that business case to implement one and our journey for selecting to be in Washington, DC, there were several factors that we considered. One was we wanted to be an international market where it had diverse population. Second, we wanted to make sure it was in a location that had a lot of trans transportation access available. And then we also, we wanted to make sure that it was in a community that had a large population of deaf people living there. Uh, and so DC was an easy check mark of our list of locations that we had decided to select. And the journey of you know, implementing that store was not and hold on a second. <laughs> so one of the um, one of the key things that we learned it wasn't we didn't even like build a brand new store. We just selected a store that was available, and we kind of customized it to our needs. And it was walking distance from Washington, uh, the Gallaudet University. And the journey really many people get really excited about this concept store, and they think it's really fun. But really, the intention behind this store 
was all about creating career opportunities for deaf and hard of hearing community in retail, a place where it was accessible uh, and it created a sense of community. You know, when you're the only deaf individual working in a location, sometimes it can feel really isolating. And so when you're in an environment that is built with you in mind and it's accessible and everyone can communicate, it makes a world of a difference. So we implemented our first team with 25 deaf and hard of hearing partners who for most of them was their very first job ever. And many of them had already received their master's, masters and some even had PhDs, but they just couldn't have find opportunities for work. And so we had this really dynamic and phenomenal team of partners who grouped together to open this first sighting store. And we knew it was going to be an exciting journey. But what was really fascinating is all this time we thought we're going to have this large population of deaf customers coming in. And actually, it was most of our customers are hearing. Hmm. And uh, what they love about the location is that we've kind of switched the table around. What a deaf person might experience going into a regular location is, you know, figuring out how to write on a piece of paper or using our phones to type it before we shove it or letting the individual know, please let me know when my beverage is ready. So there's a lot of preparation that we do to go into a store. And what we did, we flipped that experience on someone that did not sign. So there is no music in that storm. There is no talking. Even those who can sign and are hearing do not lose their voices. So that, that gives the customer a really true experience of what it's like to be a deaf individual. They, for once, have to come in our stores and um, figure out how to communicate with us. Now, they're the ones either learning how to sign, writing it down, or using their phones to communicate with us. So we've, and it's been a great way to talk about the deaf community, the culture, the language, and uh, helping our customers emerge. And so what that store really oftentimes, there's no way to measure. It's the impact that it's having in educating the public, public about the importance of access, importance of inclusion, what it's like to be part of the deaf community. Um, and so besides getting a really good cup of coffee. So before I get into too much details, one of the stories that I love to share about the sighting store is when COVID happened, it became one and one only store in Washington DC that at no time ever closed. Oh. And it was become the number one spot that everyone was always visiting. And it was only location that also saw great growth despite the pandemic. And so one of the reasons for this is, um, well, it was accessible. And one cool thing about this location is, is that there is a order status board, which means you come in, you place your order, and instead of waiting to hear for your name on your beverage, you will look for your name on a board and it will tell you that you, you know, your beverage is ready. And so what happened during pandemic is people didn't want to go inside the location. They wanted to maintain social distancing, but they didn't want to be at the handoff waiting for their beverage. So because the signing store has really large windows on the outside, everyone preferred to the outside of the store looking at the board yeah. to, have, to know when their food and beverage was ready. So a lot of the features 
that we implemented in the signing store is now we're looking into expanding and already piloting in some locations because we saw that when you solve something for the disability community, you can extend it to many and it's accessible and helpful for everyone. So that's been really part of our journey of the signing store and it's still one of our top locations and currently leading the market in the DC area. So it's been a fun wow. job with that. <laughs> now, how would a blind person navigate the signing store? What kind of an experience might I have if I went in as a blind person? You know, that's a great question, Janine, because we also have a huge population of deafblind customers that live in Washington, D.C., as well as attend Gallaudet University. And so when we were implementing the signing store, we had to make sure that we thought about access from that component. So what we did, because no one uses door voice in that location, um, well, for the deafblind, it was much easier in terms of communicating and using tactile sign language to communicate with our staff. But for blind individuals, we implemented a video relay interpreting services, which means an interpreter shows up on demand. So what will happen was a blind customer will come in and then in the beginning, we will educate them that we will hand off a um, headphone. So they will put a headphone on and then there will be an interpreter live on an iPad interpreting back and forth between the, two, between the barista and the blind individual. But what was we also saw over time was those blind individuals will go, you know, they will ask us to teach them how to sign their beverages. And then they will come in our store and sign and they wanted to interact with us. So they knew the routine. Um, and so one of the greatest thing about that is that even though we, you know, there was another Starbucks not far, a couple of bucks down from our signing store. The blind community still chose to come and support us at the signing store and still wanted to interact with our team members and preferred to be in our stores and any rather than any other location. So when it came to testing Ira, we cannot not have start testing happening in the signing store. So it was part of our pilot. Uh, and so we got great response as an opportunity for blind individuals to use it to navigate independently if they didn't want to use a sign language interpreter to engage with our partners. So, wow, that is amazing to hear. I do have a question we have up here in the chat. Um, what about internationally uh, rolling this out, rolling out IRA? What is Starbucks position on that? Because right now it's only available in the United States. However, great question. Um, we are learning and exploring and understanding about what's possible right now. So this is our first step, but it does not mean it's our final destination. So our partnership with Ira, it's just beginning. And this is just at early stages of our journey. As Ira continues to expand, we will consider expanding our services as well. Wonderful. And you also mentioned in the announcements about the Ira service, some other uh, accessibility features that will be coming to the Starbucks stores this summer. Can you talk about those a little bit as well? Absolutely. So we updated our boil and large print menu uh, because it was important for us to also recognize that not everyone has access to smartphone. 
Uh, and so that was one of the things that we have been working on and uh, we will be updating it frequently. But many, one of the most powerful tools that most people are not aware of is actually our Starbucks app that you can have it on your fingertip with access to the most updated menu information you can have, uh, as well as all the great stories and news that typically shared on our website. Starbucks.com slash menu is also an accessible way for you, ever, anyone who wants to look at our menu prior to arriving to our locations. Uh, what other journey is how we are doing this work? We have started incorporating inclusive design principles in, and integrating it in, in everything we do across the enterprise. So how we are designing our stores, providing an experience, but most importantly, one of our biggest process improvements that we have established this year is that we have a partnership with World Institute of Disability. So what we do with them is they conduct user testing with us. So one of our processes is as any new project, process, system, product, whatever might be that we're implementing, that we're testing it with people with disabilities in the early stages of designing before we roll it out as a broader initiative. So that has been a great learning for us. And what the many people are recognizing is that we're not designing for people with disability rather than with people with disabilities. And that is where oh. innovation and exciting, um, great ideas come in. So it's about tapping into the disability community and leveraging their expertise and ensuring that they also get recognized for their contributions, because like I said in all of my publications early this week, Ira, we learned about Ira from blind individuals and um, incorporating their feedback. So oftentimes our customers think that we're not listening, we definitely are, we're a huge corporation. So trying to roll out something in a large scale is often a lot more challenging than it seems. <laughs> But we are absolutely listening and learning and curious, and we always strive to do make continuous improvement in everything that we do. I love the commitment to accessibility and inclusivity from the beginning. I think mostly we experience it at the end as an afterthought or as a goodwill gesture from a company. And you all are really walking the walk in being inclusive. And we, I know I definitely appreciate that. And I think uh, all of our audience does as well. Troy, would we like to uh, talk, uh, see if we have some of our customers who would like to talk yeah, to Savannah? I'm so excited to hear from our customers. What, what are they gonna say? All right. Well, Ryan, right. do we have? We do. Uh, let me go back to that screen. We have our first customer of the day is Mitchell. And hello, Mitchell. Hi. Hi. Um, Are you uh, enjoying our Starbucks offer yet? <laughs> uh, no, actually, I haven't been yet. But tomorrow, my, I'm going with my VI teacher because I told her it's our access, and we're gonna go. And I, it's funny because. I recently did the Braille Challenge to the Braille Institute, and because I did it, I got a Starbucks gift card, which is kind of funny. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I forgot That's they were giving out uh, Starbucks gift cards for that. That's awesome. That's I didn't even know they were doing that. But apparently, it's only five bucks, I think they're saying. I mean, you can probably buy one thing with that, like a cake pop you know or something. What? But... <laughs> there you go. But celebrate <laughs> being in the Braille Challenge, Mitchell. Yeah. Definitely. Wear my Braille Challenge mask. Call Ira. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> 
Awesome. I've Thank tried out the so Starbucks much. menu. I mean, yeah. online, and it's accessible. I was mm-hmm. looking through it, and like looking at it, it was it's accessible. I was Have you figured out what you're gonna get. I always get yeah. hot chocolate because I don't like coffee. But there you go. And like maybe a breakfast sandwich or like a um a brownie or something. Oh, Ryan's a yeah. huge fan of the hot uh, hot cookies. I am. I oh, am a massive. Once I figured out they could toast cookies, like that was my that like that that was my go-to. <laughs> I was looking at the menu, like I was practicing, like I was gonna order something, and I got a hot chocolate. And there's so much you can do with it, like add so much stuff to it that I never even knew you could. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy. I, that, that's bad news for me. I didn't. I didn't know about that, and that's not going to be good for for my waistline. Oh. But I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, me either, Troy. That's why oh I try gosh. not to look at it. <laughs> awesome. Well, my papa's like, don't get too much. You'll break your bank. Yeah. <laughs> let us know how it goes, and be sure to get your selfie at Starbucks, Mitchell. We would love to see that. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Congrats on the Braille Challenge. Who else do we have out there? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, <laughs> so far, He's I don't see about those any other. I, I am actually, yeah. I'm going to go get me one of those. Um, but so far, it doesn't look like we have anybody else. Their hand raised. Let me check YouTube. Yeah. Any comments, questions on YouTube? Feel free to put your questions in the comment box on YouTube, and we'll be happy to answer those. And also, um, and now I wanted to make sure and mention that this offer is also good for employees at Starbucks, correct, Savannah? Uh, anyone who is job hunting and looking for um, a great job with a great company? Janina, that absolutely. We are committed to, we hire people with disabilities and we're committed to them and we work with them to make sure that they're set up for success. Um, so we don't necessarily have a support initiative or anything specific to disability hiring, but if there's an opportunity that you've seen at Starbucks.com and you're interested, absolutely. Go ahead and apply. Great. Great. And Ira will be part of your employment experience with Starbucks. Now, I don't know if anyone... That's definitely something to explore as well. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Right. And I don't know if anyone in our audience is currently um, employed at a Starbucks. I know we have a couple explorers that are, I believe, which is pretty exciting. Um, Let's see. Please also feel free to put your questions or comments in the chat or raise your hand, and we will be happy to get you on board here. So Troy, what does this mean to have Starbucks as an access partner? Because, you know, some people think, oh yeah, it's Starbucks, they're wonderful, we love Starbucks, but it means a lot more to Ira. Well, by the way, um, I, you know, for those who follow social media, you know, we all know Simon Kanaganti, right? The founder of Ira, right? And great yeah. friend of mine, um, you know, one, one answer is, uh, and I know this is true for Saman, because I know um, we really admired Starbucks from the very beginning when you think of their broad reach and the fact they're on every street corner and it's an inviting uh, environment. You know, Saman literally said it today, like it's, it's a dream come true. I know that sounds kind of, you know. I saw that. Yeah. I, I and, almost cried when I saw that post. <laughs> but I mean, with this broad of a deployment and a commitment um you know my 
Micah, I know Savannah shares this, like this is more than Starbucks and Ira. This is really about, you know, two companies showing leadership. And, you know, I saw the comment today about this is a growth initiative for, for, um, for Starbucks. And I think that that's the right way to think about it. And as, as we think about just accessibility in general, I think the more brands like Starbucks invest and kind of publicly share and take on that's, you know, well, well, I'm not going to think, I don't think there's a lot of risk in deploying Ira. Like anytime a company like Starbucks makes a, a big move like this, there's always a risk because there's the unknown unknown, right? Savannah, like you don't, you, you try and think about everything in advance, but there's always a risk. And those are always moments where organizations pause and maybe take more time. And, um, and so I think this is the beginning of a very like, you know, a renaissance for existive mindset, uh, inclusive design, because of the magnitude of, oh, there's my dog, he agrees too, um, because <laughs> of the magnitude of, of this brand and, and that what it stands for. So I think this is just the beginning. I think for Ira in particular, it obviously is going to make it easier to have conversations with other brands and other companies where they're not maybe as far along. Um, and that's my dog Cooper, by the way, he's a dachshund. Um, and he's excited because my wife just came, came home. But I was going to say, and now I've lost my thought. Ah, um, We were hoping he was a big Starbucks fan, actually. Yeah, that's... <laughs> has he ever he had a puppuccino I was going to say, he's got a puppuccino. <laughs> yeah. Right, this is true. I am not making this up. I have a custom Starbucks mug that my daughter bought me. This is Troy's Starbucks, and I often have it around the house. And I will post this. Now that I remember, the other morning, Cooper had his snout in the co- it was cold coffee but he, you know dachshunds have that long <laughs> snout and he was getting all the way to the bottom and and licking the coffee so he is definitely, he's had the real thing this is not a puppuccino he's like a, a i true, see yeah i i will find that just, picture and and i will post I, it. that's got to be a pet picks friday picture yeah. you know that troy yeah. <laughs> Savannah, what like Absolutely. um I, I'm just curious, uh, maybe maybe put put you on the spot a little bit, but you know, something that I know from talking about Ira for over five years, it's still not the most straightforward thing to describe with words. Like sometimes someone gets it, sometimes they don't. Like you can describe how it works, you can describe the agents, but sometimes it just doesn't click. And I can imagine inside of the walls of Starbucks is no different than anywhere else. You you had to have some conversations with folks and they they just didn't get it at first. Um, you know, now that it's out, like, uh, and, and what, what, what did those challenges look like? And what would you say? How would you describe Ira? Did you, did you run into that challenge? And I can pose on Tam. I'm assuming that you're referring that question to me. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Savannah, let me ask it again. Um, I was yeah, saying, awesome. yeah. um, yes, I think, you know, it still is, even on the day that I was having interviews with media, so many questions about understanding how this works. Even though we did a lot of preparing, uh, it's hard for people to connect the dots sometimes. Yes. Um, so what really was the most powerful tool that we used is when Iowa explorers share their videos. Mm-hmm. When they allow us to access and see and actually understand what their experience looks like, it's so much easier when you do visual information and for them to put that, put themselves in that individual's person's shoe. So when you're watching a video 
and you're saying that someone is having a challenge finding the fundwa. That is huge. I mean, that mm-hmm. moment that goes on for many people. Um, also, we are such a storytelling company. So oftentimes just, you know, providing someone with like, this is what this does, doesn't resonate unless you may, you show the impact that it has on the individual or the human. Mm. That is the experience of that person. And then when people start to share about their personal journey. So those who attended on focus groups with us, I think they were a huge part of us being able to say why this is important because you know, people share their experiences, give feedback, um, expand their day-to-day life as an individual with a vision loss. And that started to connect the dots for people about why this was important. But yes, even though our, our stories is very clear on Monday that we were offering IRA free of cost, we still believed feedback um comments on social media whether it was twitter or facebook about how much this was going to cost someone and so i think there's going to be a lot of education that we need to do and also show people how it works so i will love those who all of you who are ira fans to often share your stories and post on social media beyond a because that, what that does is that it educates the public in a, in a larger scale. And that's when other people start to see the value and the importance of us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you can see what Savannah is talking about being a company about stories. I put it up in the chat and it is the website stories.starbucks.com. And that is a wonderful site to read. It's not just about the coffee and the scones. There are some really wonderful stories at the site. And when I went up to read our story, I ended up there for half an hour reading stories (laughs) about different experiences, you know, and initiatives that Starbucks employees had and all kinds of things that were going on. So it was a really fun read and a, a good place to go to get a better sense of the company. Wonderful. Do we have anyone in our audience, Ryan, who has a question or comment? We don't have any hands raised at the moment. Um, so, I, you know, it's kind of a quiet mm-hmm. audience tonight. We have a lot of people that no, ah. no, no hands raised. Goodness, Please. you all are very quiet. Very shy unusual. today. Yeah. <laughs> anybody want to share their Starbucks stories? Has anybody been to Starbucks yet? Has anybody gotten to to buy anything? I, I, I admittedly haven't gotten to go yet, and I'm... Uh, I, I haven't either, but I have to pick up some things tomorrow and I may stop by uh, as I'll be in a grocery store that has one of the licensee locations. So I have a I Starbucks store 0.3 miles away. I like have no excuse oh, why I haven't three? gone here. Whoa. Point three. So that, wow. That, that's a game to play. Who is closest? I don't think I can beat a point three. I'm in, I'm in the suburbs. Oh, no, I can't beat a point three. I've got like we a have one a, point We have something. a hand raise, though, from, <laughs> All right. uh, from Londa. So let's hear from Londa. Oh, hello, Londa. Am I unmuted? You are. You, you are. can't hear me. Yeah. So what happens if I go into a Starbucks in a Target? We actually have one. <laughs> uh-huh. Hey, Londa, okay. what, what's... What do you want to have happen? That's I'm gonna always start. Well, no, I'm saying who 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 provides the access? Starbucks or Target? Savannah, you want to you want to describe that? I think you made that. Absolutely. 
So it's depending on the geofence that's around. So even though the store is within a target location, that means it's licensed by Target. So it's one of our licensed partners, but your experience should not be any different than going yeah. to the regular Starbucks locations. So the beauty of it is that any location that has our brand uh, represented is now available for any Iowa Explorer. That's right, Londa. So yeah, the, 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 we had to think about that, but at the end of the day, um, you're covered either way, whether it's a Starbucks or a Target in this case, they're both there. And if ever you have a challenge or like it doesn't work as expected, I don't expect that for you. But if it would, just everyone should know it wouldn't matter if you're in the Target or in a Starbucks inside of Target, or if there's some day of the future, like Target, uh, Starbucks is so huge, there's a Target inside of Starbucks. Who knows? But you know, <laughs> <they're> covered. <laughs> Trying to picture I that. Like that. <laughs> I like that combo. And you can, you can also. Yes, you can also always ask your agent, Londa, as well, um, to make sure that the offer is being um, deployed for you. And if you have any question. By the way, I, I just have to comment. Maybe, maybe we should make this a fun game. So I have a Starbucks that's 1.4 miles away, and I have a Target that's 1.4 miles away. I still beat you. So I, mine's still 0.3. Oh. So I mean, <laughs> you can smell the coffee when you walk out your door, Ryan. Come on. Yeah, I'm <laughs> that's awesome. Although I do know we have an explorer that beat me because their apartment complex is actually above a uh, Starbucks. And so all yes. they have to do is go downstairs. Wow. So, I mean, <laughs> that's dangerous. That's, oh, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Especially when the chestnut praline uh, comes back because mm. that's my all time favorite. Mm. I love that one. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, we did have something up here in the chat um, about video. Troy, would you, or you or Ryan like to address the question see about- I didn't uh, see the question. Hold on, let me... I'll read it. Yeah. Um, it says, hi, if I do video on the Starbucks, can I ask to share the video with Starbucks with my permission? I am in the UK. Um, so we don't have a, a straightforward procedure for this, mainly, and I just take a moment here, like again, IRA is about independence, about trust, and what we've heard from folks, it gets confusing if, you know, videos are shared broadly and wildly, like, and even though we may be very clear about the fact that um, IRA will never share your video, your data with anybody else, if a lot of videos were to get out, like, without kind of it being very clear, we, we run that risk of confusing people. Now, that having said that, um, what we've done in the past is we have reached out to select individuals to ask because as part of the privacy policy we we do tell you we may ask for your permission but we haven't ever had it go the other way so you're asking the other way around you're asking for i want to share my video that's something i'm gonna have to think about um i think that's a really great suggestion and um but but you can you know just savani should know i'm very transparent with my with my with the customers of ira and um you know it's um you know, it's, it's, I appreciate it's that. I love it. Yeah. I think, you know, uh, when I was talking about sharing stories, yeah. that's so, I mean, just the video itself, but your personal experience and you posted it on social media, your choice about what you want to share. Uh, but yeah. the more you do an educating about how this is being used, I think the, you know, 
it's a great way to, to educate the broader public. And so just like how everyone knows about access to sign language services, it's no different than knowing having access to visual interpreters. So that's where I recommend in terms of storytelling the opportunity that you share broadly as much as possible. You can also, one other way to share your experience is while you are in the Starbucks with your IRA agent, you can start an IRA live session so that other customers can hear what it's like to go to a Starbucks with an agent to order your food, your beverages, to do the social distancing, to navigate in and out of the facility, all those things. And you can do an IRA live session. And of course, we all know that if you have those notifications enabled in the app, that will pop up and you know people will pop on. I've seen uh, several live sessions this week, different things that people are doing. I so would love to see way. that. I had no idea that was an option. Yeah, mm -hmm. it is under the more tab. You can enable notifications for live sessions, Savannah, and you will get a notification when people go live. Now there's no video. It's only audio at this point. Um, and so, but you can actually listen to the audio. Um, I actually did that a couple of years back, right before I came to the company with the final season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> and that was a lot of fun. I had I've an agent watching. Lives. And, so we do lives for a lot of oh, things. I'll, Disneyland. Yes, Ryan parades, has done yeah. New Year's uh, Eve and New Year's uh, Year's <laughs> all sorts of stuff. Me. Yeah. And we saw somebody watching a movie, uh, I believe it was yesterday. Um, we've had people, uh, someone went to the deli in his neighborhood, took a walk um, with the IRA agent. That was really fun. We felt like we were right there with him. Um, I've also been to the state fair. Uh, so our live feature is a really fun one to be able to share your experiences with other customers. And it's really cool if you're at Starbucks too. So... And so we, thank you for all of our great to, folks in the UK. I love that. Janine, is there a way to actually add live captions on those live features? That's a good question. You know, we will have to look into that. You have the product manager right here, Savannah. That's a really <laughs> good question. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'll add that and take a look at that. That's a really good, uh, that's a really good feature. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about this in terms of, you know, we're looking to have IRA to be used not just for blind, low vision individuals, but the deaf blind individuals, how does that work for them? I think that will be, if we can, you know, crack, we can figure that part out. I think that's going to be an amazing thing. Uh, but also I, as a deaf individual, I tried using IRA. Uh, as you guys all know, masks are now really major communication barrier for mm -hmm. us. So when you are... Mm -hmm. Typically myself, when I'm out and about before COVID, I was fine on a one-on-one -on -one conversation, but now I've gone to the extremes of not using my voice. And the reason for that is because people often get really confused when you say, I can speak, I just can't hear you. Uh, they continue to talk to you despite how much, no, no, no matter how you explain that. <laughs> uh, and mm. so what I have learned is just easier to just turn off my voice and, you know, ask people to communicate in writing. And so then I raise a potential tool for someone like me because now I don't have to depend on AI function to understand what's happening around me. And so I think if there is a text cap capability right now for IRA agents and I to communicate, 
It'll be amazing if I can join a live session and understand with live captions. Um, so that means someone who's also offline might have an opportunity to join that process as well and be part of it. So absolutely, just a tool. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> a lot of function. Oh. I didn't think we would come out of this with that great idea. That's fantastic. I know that a lot of our uh, customers who have hearing impairments now use our messaging feature to communicate with agents via sometimes a braille display that connects to their iPhone. And so that allows for that one-on-one -on -one communication. But for our live feature, I think the live captioning would be a wonderful way to make that accessible because then folks could read it on the braille display or on the screen. So yeah, Brian, we're gonna make, make some more work for you. <laughs> I love it. No, I love it. Keep it coming. I love the ideas. <laughs> awesome. Anyone else out there in our audience? Well, we want to let you know also that if you have any uh, difficulty with uh, maybe a location not showing up or geofenced or the geofence needs to change a little bit, you can write to us at support at ira.io. Just give us the address of the Starbucks that you are concerned about and we will take a look at it and definitely um, adjust it to make it work better. So mm -hmm. um, please let us know if any of these places are either not showing up or the boundaries are not quite what they need to be and we will, uh, we will take a look at that. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Let's see, do we have any other interesting and exciting things going on at Ira this month? I mean, oh, wait, I think we, we do. do. Uh, we definitely do. <laughs> we definitely do. Well, let's start with this week. We have our afternoon at the museum show on Friday at 4 p.m. And that is 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 p.m. Pacific time. Um, and please don't ask me for other times. I believe it is going to be 8 o'clock p.m. <laughs> in the UK. <laughs> and I never remember Australia. And it's uh, never. I can never remember those. 3 o'clock Central Time. And yeah, I don't know the Australia New Zealand yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> It, it is, though, in our newsletter, which comes out weekly. It came out early this week to celebrate Starbucks, but it typically comes out on Wednesdays. Anyway, this week at Afternoon at the Museum, we'll meet Andrew Hager, who is one of the curators of the Presidential Pet Museum. So we're going to learn about all the pets that have ever been in the White House. That should be a lot of fun uh, with the now with the two first German shepherds that are in the White House. Um, and so that will again be this week. But next week, Troy's very week. excited because next we're week. going to Mars. Ira goes to Mars. And on the 26th of March, we will have a special 90 minute program with one of our explorers, Dana Lambert, and two of her colleagues. We have an astronomer and we have a, an engineer and project coordinator for the Perseverance Rover project. And we're going to look at photos and videos of the rover, of the landing site, 
of a number of different aspects of the Mars missions. And so we're quite excited about that. Who knows, we may have agents in space. We, <laughs> we don't know, but we're pretty excited. So next week, stay tuned because we'll be asking you to submit your questions for the NASA team. And this particular show, what would you like to know about Mars and about our missions to Mars? and about how a blind person working at NASA uh, interacts with all of this information. And that will be again on March 26th at 4 p.m. Eastern time. I know, I'm excited. And, I can't wait yeah. for that one. <laughs> That's, that one's gonna be fun and we appreciate again. And that I, should, I should say mm -hmm. that, you know, going back to an older conversation, the landing of the Perseverance rover was an IRA Live. Oh, um, yes. We had yes, several people doing that live, covering that yeah. live. That was fun. I missed it. I was in a meeting and I missed it. I was in a meeting I too. Believe. I still watched it. Uh, <laughs> I, think were, I think we were in the same meeting. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yes. Yes. Hey, so. What, yes, what about, uh, Janine, what about the, um, the other one we could talk about? Um, you know, I don't know if you've covered it, but I don't think you did this. The, uh, the COVID vaccine promo, are we going <gasps> Oh, we didn't. That's right. Thank you. I, I kept thinking there was something I'm forgetting. But last week, right before CSUN or as CSUN uh, opened, and by the way, it was wonderful to talk with a lot of you there, but we introduced a new promo, which will be running uh, probably through the end of May, end of June, I think, depending mm -hmm. on when everybody gets vaccinated. Um, and this promo will allow you 30 minutes per day, up to 30 minutes per day, uh, to work on getting registered to get your vaccine, getting your appointment set up, navigating the vaccine venue where you've got to go to get that shot, and then, of course, taking your post-vaccine selfie for social media because... That's important, you know. Uh, but we found that there were a lot of websites that were not the greatest accessibility experience for people. And we're working very hard with the National Federation of the Blind to actually advocate for those sites to become accessible. But in the meantime, we want you to be able to get vaccinated and get those appointments, get scheduled and get in and get your vaccine. And so we are making this offer, but also the NFB has a survey and it is a very long URL that I'm, but I'm going to put that up again. Actually, if you watch our social media tomorrow, we will have some tweets on that. But if you want that information, please. All go of the to links support. shared today will be in the video description. Yes. As well. Yep. Yes. Because yep. I just realized and that you're not sending them to attendees. Yes. Oh, oops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only sending them. Oopsie. Okay, well, we'll fix that. Never fear. We will fix that. However, um, the NFB survey, which you can go to nfb.org, and I'm sure they have, uh, they do have a search box. You can search for their COVID vaccine survey, and this is a survey both about testing and the vaccination experience. So both of those aspects of dealing with the COVID-19 virus are covered and they want to know about your experiences and 
it would be really helpful if you are going through the experience of getting your vaccine or getting a COVID-19 test, if you would use the social media hashtag at COVID BLV, that's C-O, <clears throat> pardon me, let me start that over again. That's C-O-V-I-D, B for blind, L-V for low vision. So I don't know, um, Ryan, would you like to put that up in the chat so people can see that? That is hashtag COVID BLV. And this way we can track the data of what kind of experience you're having. If you have not had a particularly accessible one, um, we can add that to our advocacy effort along with the survey results of the NFB's survey. And that survey is unlimited. It is for the US only at this time, however. So those are the two caveats on the NFB survey. But our offer is for anywhere the sun shines on an IRA Explorer, right, Troy? <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, we are joking now that the sun never sets on IRA Explorer. So yeah, it's going to be our uh, going to be our model. Well, sometimes never if, on the IRA staff or agents. Uh, definitely yeah, never on the IRA correct, staff. Though, yeah. No, no, definitely <laughs> never on the IRA staff. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I was very honored today when we were compared to uh, NASA in our the way that we operate. That was quite an honor to, yeah, to hear that from people yeah. at NASA. Uh, so that was uh, that was pretty exciting and um, equally exciting to be partnering with our friends at Starbucks. And you know what time it is, Ryan? Oh, I do. Oh boy. Yep. It's time, for, time for my Braille calendar. Yay. There we go. Braille calendar. And the April Active Zone and April Explorer Call will take place on Wednesday, April 21st. So this one is kind of late in the month, folks, but mm -hmm. that will be Wednesday, April 21st. Um, on April 19th, we will have our Oceania Call for Australia, uh, New Zealand, and that part of the world. And stay tuned because we may have a UK call on Thursday the 22nd as well. So everybody stay tuned. I want to thank our very special guest, Savannah Massey. It was wonderful to have you with us, Savannah. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. So fun. And thanks for having me. Looking forward to hearing from all of you in the near future. We'll definitely have you back because uh, we need more great product ideas. You're a real innovator um, in your own right, and it shows. And you know, and we again, we're we're so we're so pleased uh, that that this worked out the way it did, and um, and I'm really excited to see what what happens. We really don't know what is going to happen, right? We don't know how this is going to change. Uh, you know, Starbucks in some way. We don't know how this is going to change Ira, but I can tell you, it's going to be for the better. And I'm yeah, I just can't wait to see. Absolutely. And thank you so much, Troy, for joining us tonight. Thank you Super. to Ryan Bishop, our product manager. 
Happy to be so here. Everybody go visit Starbucks. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Go get the oat milk milkshakes. They sound Bye. amazing. Go get the butterbeer. I don't know. Like that's, you know. <laughs> yes. Yes. Butterbeer frappuccino. That's on my yep. list tomorrow. That's if I one. end up at a Starbucks, yep. that's going to be one I'm going to have to get. Right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us. I'm Janine Stanley, your customer communications manager. And that's it for our Explorer call for March. Everyone, please have a wonderful rest of the month and a happy April.